Good evening, and welcome to College Success for You. This is Professor Soriano, your host from Seton Hall University and Keene University. I hope you tune in every week and listen to some insightful commentary about the tips and tricks your mama never told you about college life. Good evening. Tonight's topic tops the list of obstacles that can make college life seem like you're Sisyphus pushing a boulder up the hill, only to have it roll down to your feet when it gets to the top. So that obstacle is time management. But before we begin, think about this question. Why is everyone else's time more important than mine? And we touched upon this in the last podcast briefly. In other words, why do we check our emails and texts as soon as we wake up? Could it be that we want to feel important or that we might miss something cute or funny one of our friends posted? Research studies have consistently shown that running to our social media accounts gives us a sense of purpose. It makes us feel important. And if you check your total likes and maybe send out some posts you dreamed about last night, you'll get even more likes. And so it's, it's a vicious circle, you know, that we have to check our emails, that we have to check our posts. I've heard students say that they wake up in the middle of the night and check their social media accounts just to see who's on there or who posted something or who said something about them. All right, is this really that important? And when it becomes obsessive or it becomes, you know, overdone, are we substituting time that we could spend more productively? That's a question that we have to ask ourselves Uh, on a daily basis, I would think, because social media is 24-7. This is is what's called lost energy. You know, when when we're we're putting energy out into social media or for, you know, uh, mundane activities that aren't that important, they might be necessary, but are they more important than getting a project finished or an essay finished or studying for a test? or meeting with your study group. There's priorities that we have to line up for ourselves. So when we use that energy in these, let's say, less than important activities, that translates into lost momentum. And so we lose the urge, oh, you know, I'll study later, or, uh, you know, I'll I'll start writing my essay, you know, tonight or tomorrow morning. I'm too tired right now. Yeah, because you've, you've wasted energy or you've used up energy, you know, doing other tasks that were less important. And so our, our prioritization could be turned upside down at times. You know, add that to, to your social activities or athletic activities or, or you know, just wanting to, to meet it with friends at the cafeteria. You know, this all consumes time and it all consumes energy. So there's got to be some structure some way to manage all those activities, but in a prioritized manner. So no one's saying, oh, don't meet with your friends, don't check your social media, but there's certain times of the day when checking social media or meeting with friends or just hanging out is going to come in secondary over the responsibilities that you have to meet as a college student. So what you really accomplish is a false sense of purpose and importance, especially when you compare it to those overdue assignments 
and preparing for, <clears throat> excuse me, and preparing for upcoming tests. So there's a price to be paid. So we have to get a handle on this. So just sit back for a moment and think about not only the wasted time, but also the wasted energy. Energy that could have been used to prepare and study for the test or complete the overdue essay. The worst part about checking your social media accounts is that you did it during the most productive minutes of your day, the first two hours after you are awake. Bad move. All right, so let's take a closer look at these most important 120 minutes of your allotted 1,440 minutes in your day. Now, one of the things we have to keep in mind is that we, we all want to do well in school. You know, we, we want good grades. We, we want to be proud of, of what we can accomplish. Um, human beings want, you know, attention and recognition. And right now, your attention and recognition comes through your performance, let's say, in your classes. Or that's one form of attention and recognition. So your GPA actually reflects your time investment. Uh, I mentioned in the last podcast, you know, consistent research shows that those students who keep up with their studies, who attend class, who, uh, you know, hand in their assignments on time, do much better than those students who have no scheduled way of handing in assignments on time or keeping, you know, good attendance in their class or paying attention in their class. You know, and, and again, pardon the cliche, but it's not rocket science. I mean, if you're there and if you're participating and if you're listening and if you put in the time and the effort, you're going to do better than those who don't or those who put in a minimal amount of time. Uh, it's nature's law, you know, not mine. So um, we have to be more aware of that. So we already know that managing time seems like an impossible task in our ever-changing world, but no matter how busy we are, it still comes down to managing those 1,440 minutes during you know, a work day, let's say. Good time managers know that the most important productive time of the day to apply time management or to get a project done or something important done is always the first two hours after you are awake. Not the first two hours after you wake up after you are awake you know you get up you brush your teeth you take a shower you have a little bite to eat then those next two hours are the most productive and that's when you don't check your social media you don't check your emails you don't make phone calls you take that two hours and whatever is important that's when you get it done that's when you work on it and it's the same thing the next day or the day after so as all these assignments come in, the best, the best time to do it is the first two hours after you wake up. Now, some of you might say, oh, but I have an 8 o'clock class or I have a 9 o'clock class. I don't want to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, if the project is that important or the essay is that important, you might have to get up earlier to get, it, to get that project finished or to get a good chunk of it finished. You know, but the main thing is that you that you throw yourself into those two hours and reserve it for getting that activity finished or at least partly finished. So you could be off to a good start and then maybe, you know, the next day you have a break somewhere, say, um, I'm just saying some from one to three o'clock, 
but you have a good portion of this work done, you could review that and add to it during those other two hours. But the first two hours, again, are the most important. So, you know, after you get up, you go through your routine, your routine, you could do some stretching, you could do some light meditation. Um, but you don't have to do anything heavy, like, you know, jog two miles, because then you're going to be tired. And the, the, those first two hours aren't going to be productive. I know some of you are thinking that taking a jog or morning walk, uh, walk or workout is the very activity that wakes you up and you wouldn't be wrong. But you'll greatly reduce your energy levels after such exercise. So we're not saying that every single morning you're going to dedicate two hours to doing something productive because life doesn't work that way. There's going to be days when you, you don't have to write an essay or do a project or write a research report or study for a test. So it's not going to be every day. So that's another form of management on a daily basis. What are the activities that need to be done? And what activities don't have to be done. And knowing which ones don't have to be done is just as important as knowing which ones have to be done. So you get a sense of, you know, that you're in control of the situation. That yes, the professors are assigning work. And yes, it's, sometimes it seems like it's overwhelmed. But you have more power over how you manage how and when that work gets done than you realize. But if you take it all in and you try to do everything at once, or if you procrastinate and, and, and save everything for the end, then everything's going to just overwhelm and overtake you. And that's when the frustration comes in. That's when the stress levels hit the roof. You know, oh my God, what am I going to do? I have no time. How come I'd never have any time? Well, because you haven't managed your time. <laughs> so, you know, it really comes down to that. So what I'm getting at is, we need to learn how to prioritize our activities. So let's back up and look at this with a new perspective. Take those first two hours and put them to good use. And to do that, you need to break your regular routines. Again, forget about checking your social media accounts upon awakening. In fact, turn off your smartphone upon awakening. Okay? When you first get up and, you, and you're fully, awork, or fully awake, that's when you could start looking at your day. And if, if you're a person who likes to plan, you could plan your day ahead of, ahead of time. Um, make it a habit to check social media only three times a day. By doing this, you set yourself up for success. Now, getting back to the first two hours, focus on the most important thing and do that first. If it's finishing the paper or the essay, then do that first. If it's studying for that test, then do that first. If it's going over your notes before class because you, you don't understand some of the material that was presented uh, during the last class, then do that first. All right? If it's the test and the paper, do them one after the other, but do them in the first two hours after you are aware. So if you have two things to do, you would try to take that two hours and divide it. Do maybe an hour working on your essay, another hour studying for your biology test or your anthropology test. So what we're trying to get across is that there's a certain routine that could be applied that could help you feel more productive. 
help you feel more that you're in charge of you. So you need to think like an academic athlete. Athletes have practice schedules. They have routines that they go through all for a specific purpose to demonstrate productive athletic activity. You have the same thing. You have certain rituals and certain uh, so-called practice sessions of studying or writing certain routines that are geared for you to produce productive quality activity. In this case, your performance in class or your GPA, however you want to look at it. So doing the work in the afternoon or after dinner are not peak psychological, physical, or emotional high times. Your biorhythms will tell you that the afternoon is a cool down period and the early evening is time for relaxation. Now, I know some people like to study at night because their biorhythms are different and everybody is different. But again, the research bears, bears the truth. The first two hours in the morning are the most productive. But you could use other hours, obviously, during the day that you feel comfortable in, too. But try to lock in those first two hours. You'll see a, 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 an improvement over time, and it won't take that much time. You will definitely see an improvement in your performance and in the way, more importantly, how you feel about yourself. And, 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 and a, sense of, uh, a sense of control you get. I mentioned in a... I think in the first podcast, you are your captain. You are your own captain. So you're, you're driving or you're steering or sailing your own ship, so to speak. Kind of a lame metaphor, but it makes the point. If your friends want to go out for coffee in the morning, politely tell them you're busy or you have other plans. That's if you have, you know, something important to do in those first two hours. When you don't have something important to do, go out with your friends. Go have coffee. Go have breakfast. You can always adjust your afternoons or early evenings for socializing. If you have to get those two hours in, that is, right? You could do the socializing later. Do purchase a daily planner and break down your days into half-hour segments or hour segments, whatever you're, you're comfortable in. I mean, I've seen people break down their, their daily segments in 15-minute blocks. I think that's a little anal, but... You know, some people like to operate that way. I think that's a little bit too tight for me. That's, I don't know. But if it works, it works. Make appointments with yourself to achieve certain results during those segments of time. Pretend these appointments are doctor or dentist appointments that you surely wouldn't miss. Right? Remember when you're growing up, you had to get to the doctor, you had to get to the dentist, you know, mom and dad said, hey, you know, you got an appointment, you can't miss this. You know, certainly if you had a bad toothache and you had a dentist appointment, you're not going to miss that. So it's the same thing with something that's academically important. You don't want to miss the opportunity to put in quality time and quality effort into it. And by all means, block out the first two hours of your day for your most important tasks. Successful people from all walks of life do this, and so can you. And there's been books written about this. Sort of like the, t- uh, the, tens, the 10 habits that successful people live by. I mean, there's a host of other books. And some of that information I drew on for this podcast. And remember, you're, you are your best friend. 
it's you. This is your life, and you either have control over it or you don't. Your grades are on the line, eventually your career. Uh, in other words, you've got the ball on this. You know, circumstances and situations don't have to knock you around as if you were a cue ball on a pool table and you had no control over what, you know, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, or who you're going to do it with. You have a choice in those situations. But like in the last podcast said, you know, slow thinking, slow down your thinking so you could think more clearly. Bring your breath into a nice normal pace so that you could plan ahead and you can make decisions, not so much on emotion, but on what has to be done to make yourself a successful student and a successful person. Now, there's unforeseen benefits once you get accustomed to this. Once you condition yourself to manage your time and focusing on your most important task during or tasks during those first two hours, you'll gain self-confidence and self-control. You'll feel better about yourself and you will witness academic achievement. Again, this is borne out by the research. And, you know, from my point of view, I've been, I've been teaching for almost 45 years. I've seen how this works. I've seen the difference in, in students who manage their time and who, who produce, let's say, quality time activities versus those who don't manage their time or think, oh, I'll just wing it, you know, or I'll do the assignment, uh, you know, two days ahead of time when my back is against the wall because I function better. You know, do you really function better? You may think you function better, but the quality of the project, of the essay, of the test grade is going to be the real indicator. And so that's something you have to look at from your own point of view, because there's your evidence. Not to mention your stress levels. If your stress levels are high, you know, and you're rushing and you're, and you're waiting for the last minute, there's your evidence too in physical form. And here's the big payoff, by the way. Your stress levels will decrease, your heart rate will stabilize, and your thinking will be more clear. Not bad results for organizing those 1,440 minutes. So that is the big payoff. I think it's a substantial one, too. So time management is something that can be learned... Again, it, ha- it takes practice. It just doesn't come out of the blue, doesn't fall from heaven and say, oh, look, we're going to bless you with time management skills. No, that's part of the human condition, you know, learning new activities, practicing those activities. Uh, and some people at that point, well, I don't want to practice. I don't have time for practice. I want to do something else. Again, it comes down to a personal choice. Um, what do you want to do that puts yourself in a position to succeed? What do you want to do to place yourself in a position to feel better about yourself? Those are two key questions you need to ask yourself. 
And you need to review those on a, on a daily basis. Successful people do. Successful people in all walks of life, all careers, have those traits in common. What decisions can I make or will I make that are in my best interests? Another key question to ask yourself. Because the answers are going to give you a sense of direction, a sense of falling into and being familiar with those more intricate, deeper, and human aspects that we all have in common. But do we exercise them? The alternative is just, you know, wing it. Go about your life by, by chance. And some people will stand by that and go, yeah, that's how I live my life, you know. That's just, that's just me. No, that's not just you. That's something that you have been conditioned to do. So we need to recondition ourselves, form new habits, practice new skills. That's part of the growth process. Or at 45 years old, you know, you could be like some other people and pump gas at a gas station or work at Burger King with the little, you know, the little gold, uh, gold crown, you know, and say, what happened? What did I do wrong? We don't want that. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. But anyway, next week we'll get into another podcast uh, with more tips and tricks and some insights. And these insights are also based on bona fide research by credible sources. And, um, I wish you well. Time management. Practice those skills. Well, that about wraps it up for tonight. I hope you enjoyed listening to College Success for You. I'm your host, Professor John Soriano, coming to you from Seton Hall University and Kane University. I hope to uh, see you all next week, or rather have you all tune in next week for another episode of some insightful commentary about college. Have a good evening.